Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on the show, we throw scapegoats under the bus, suffer for the sake of the truth, and take a mind trip beyond the stars. Welcome back to Lore Party's special coverage of the Halo television series. On this limited run of the Lore Party podcast, we'll be providing in-depth recaps of each episode of the new Paramount Plus series based on the timeless sci-fi shooter franchise. And boy, oh boy, today we have a lot to say. Yeah, I mean, I like this last one. That was, that was pretty strong. Oh, by the way... We should uh, probably we should... introduce ourselves, <laughs> yes. I guess. I mean, you're on episode six, but like, you should know who we are by now, right? Yep, I I'm would, Kevin. I would sure hope so. My name's Jaden and uh, Connor. I'm what Connor. <laughs> Fooled you. That was a test, and you all passed because immediately you thought to yourselves, "That that's not right. That that that's not that true. Doesn't add up. That doesn't sound right." See, we're we're exposing the truth in today's episode. Exactly. See what I did there? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Ah, I hate myself. <laughs> Anyways, this episode's called Solace, and. Uh, I feel like it does kind of live up to the name. Yeah, actually, I I yeah. think I did, and I did feel some solace at the end. I think uh, it's I aptly... I found solace in the fact that we didn't have to go to Madrigal once this episode. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was it was on a pretty linear path. Like it stayed on the rails. It didn't. Uh, we had some whiplash on prior episodes where we're like, yeah, just it was getting bad. flung from a plot to b plot, and like you know, getting you know turned around and. It was nice on this one to just stick to the main plot, which was cool. So uh, let's let's just get straight into the recap. I'll uh, paint the scene for us here. Uh, episode six, Solace, opens on John, the man himself, Master Chief. Not a flashback for once. That's actually this actually might be the first. Well, there's there, there's memories oh. involved, but not a full you know yeah no back in time sort of scene, which is cool. We see John present day just sitting silently. He's uh you know sitting there. Uh, on a bench or a stool or whatever, and it seems like he's really lost in thought. You know, he's just sort of sitting there, and he's, like, sorting through a lot of mental exhaustion, and he's thinking about the painful childhood memories that have been unearthed for him by the second artifact that was discovered on Aridinus 2. You know, we, we dealt with all that last episode. And in his memories, he he's, you know, thinking about his kidnapping as a child, you know, his, you know, the buried secrets of the spartan program and he and he sees halsey from across the room he kind of like latches onto her like in the present like she's not a memory she's real and he kind of stares at her and he thinks about how she uh recruited him <laughs> if i could put it politely mm-hmm. but then he's snapped out of his uh out of his memories when kai's hand grabs his shoulder and we're suddenly back in you know the real world back in the present and we're on halsey's science ship flying back to reach and kai is just fighting for her life. You know, at the end of episode five, she was gravely wounded 
uh, by covenant forces on the surface of Eridanus, and she's clinging to life and in a tremendous amount of pain. And Riz and Vanek are just doing everything they possibly can to keep her alive. They're just pump- they are pumping her full of so yes, much drugs. They're doping her <laughs> oh, hardcore yeah. with painkillers. Which, which you have to ask. Maybe that's a side effect of her getting that pellet removed. Maybe like pain is now even more enhanced too. She's like, oh shit, this is what dying feels. Yeah, like. that's a good point. Like maybe without the hormonal implant, like pain's you know harder for her to block out now. Uh, maybe it's kind of scarier to her. Her feelings are harder to keep yeah. in check because they stuck her with like three of those pins of morphine yeah. man or whatever space space opioids they have yeah. now clearly they've been at it for quite some time uh, yeah and 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 also like riz and vanek they keep yelling at her like just just block it out what are you doing? like they, they're like almost kind of confused as to work <laughs> yeah, damn it they're, they're like confused as to why she's not just calming down and like letting herself heal is like that's what spartans are supposed to do they're supposed to just sort of you know quietly fight through the pain and she's not doing that so yeah yeah and and then when kai finally stabilizes John ends up going straight to Captain Keys and expresses regret for failing to keep the second artifact out of Covenant hands, which is kind of like, wait a minute, what about her? Like, I, I, my process was just like, whoa, you just, you're like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah she's, she's fine now. Now I'm gonna go talk about this other yeah. thing. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but of course, Keys just kind of reassures John that you know his actions saved more than a hundred lives, including Keys himself, mm-hmm. and then he tells John that there's gonna be. Uh, chance to recover the artifact soon and that like don't worry like you'll be fine and it's okay and it, it's weird because he's like reassuring the spartan that like everything's gonna be okay which is clearly not like a normal thing you do to a spartan yeah yeah keys is being a good friend here like you know john blames himself for you know the the way the mission went back there and uh it's being a good friend just you know like you did you did the right thing you saved lives you should be proud of yourself and don't worry we'll make it we'll- he's literally like i'm only alive because you helped yeah. me yeah, and we'll make it right. Don't worry. And you know, he these aren't the only passengers on the ship. You know, there's also, uh, in addition to all the dozens of wounded and uh, UNSC personnel, there's also our favorite <laughs> character, Maki. She's at the end of the last episode. She uh, dropped in on a drop pod, and they were just like, "All right, let's take her back because this is strange. That's a human, yeah. not a covenant." And she's, it's kind of funny. It's like second verse, same as the first. She's like, all right, step one, get captured. <laughs> step, but she's like, this time, step two, I won't kill everyone. Well, let's try this again. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I'll just be taken. I'll just, you know, and they're, they're even like, they're debating whether or not she's a captive or a, or a, a rescued person. And they're still trying to figure that out. Right. And um, meanwhile, while she's laying unconscious, she's whispering in Sangheili. Mm-hmm. And Miranda's recording it. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, that's a good catch, yeah. Yes, yes. Apparently, Zoom uh, audio recording devices still exist in the future, <laughs> which is good for them. Uh, and they're being put to great use because they recorded her whispering, which we'll get to that in a little bit. That's right. And while this is while he's staring at her, John's not feeling the best. Yes. And Cortana even lets him know, like, hey, your vitals have been going down ever since you touched the artifact. And he, of course, John being John, being like, shut up, Mom, I'm fine. <laughs> Shut up, new mom. I'm fine. Yeah, don't worry about me. And he yeah. just, just tries to walk away. Yeah. Shrugs it off as he always does. And he, yep. he waits patiently until, you know, the ship finally lands back on reach. And, you know, everyone starts filing off the ship. Kind of wounded are being hauled away. Body bags are being hauled away. It's a it's people marching away from a barely survived battle. That's the vibe going on right now. And yeah, But John hangs back on the ship and he waits until it's basically just him and Halsey alone on her vessel. And he waits until 
she walks into her lab alone, and he immediately just walks up, closes the door, and then sabotages it to lock her inside. And obviously Halsey notices this, and immediately she's like, what's going on? Let me out. And Cortana shows up too, and she's like, she's demanding an explanation, like, John, what are you doing? So he has both of his moms kind of like scolding him. John, let <laughs> let her out. What are you doing? Drop it. Shut up, robo-mom. I'm trying to kill real mom. Drop it. <laughs> and, and so John starts explaining, like, you know, he goes on this history lesson about how UN, UNSC ships were designed, and he explains this flaw in the UV decontamination system that kills microbes and stuff like that. And he's basically explaining how he's going to rig the ship to kill Halsey by radiation overdose and then make it look like an accident pretty much that's what it's <laughs> literally melt her and liquid yeah her. it's got not going to be pretty like everything else the unsc does they do it terribly <laughs> and it ends up killing people well yeah yeah loop, loopholes no, no technology's perfect i guess but he, it's just, <laughs> he's just explaining like yeah uh this is what i'm about to do to her and it's going to be ugly and gross and uh horribly painful you better stop me cortana exactly yeah you better stop me so the timer is counting down halsey starts frantically pleading for her life and cortana begs john let her out let her out let her out and john's only response is make me and he's kind of testing her like if you were designed to control me then go ahead and do it you know make me let her out and you know cortana keeps repeat like keeps insisting like i can't do that i can't make you do things i can only shut you down if you're like a danger to yourself or others or whatever that's my only function right now and so john like starts to at the last second he's starting to believe cortana like he's suddenly like over time he's starting to realize okay maybe she can't make me do things so he at the very last second throws the door open saves halsey's life but kind of leaves her with a very grim warning like uh i was only trying to uh assess cortana's abilities i was testing her but i'm not going to save you from what comes next is uh his parting words with halsey and and that that uh the whole that whole sequence kind of confused me because what when it, Cortana's introduced in the show wasn't that her original function was that she was supposed to be able to take over him completely? Eventually, yes, that's what they yeah. were building up to, but they hadn't really implemented that ability in her yet. So I, I think at this point she literally is not able to take over his mind yet. That's just kind of like the end stage that Halsey had in mind. But uh, I think Cortana was being honest when she said, "I can't literally hijack your body and make you do things." That takes develop. That takes like further experimentation and development to make that. She hasn't gotten that software update yet. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's, that's what I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, after that insane, crazy scene, we cut back to Maki being placed under guarded observation and offers intel on the artifact, and then like what the Covenant plan on doing with it, and only if if Master Chief will talk to them. Like it, it's it's like a, I'm only gonna tell you this if I talk to the big guy. And Fleacom's brass debate, you know, they have, like, this big debate on, like, you know, John, you know, is he truly, you know, a a good weapon now? Like, are any of the Spartans good weapons now? Can they be trusted? Like, it's not just Mm -hmm. John. They're now, like, looking at the whole program. And after the loss of the new artifact and then, you know, these, quote, malfunctions of Spartans... The High Command is considering removing the Spartans uh, from Perangoski's oversight. And this is all together. They're all in a room, kind of like ob- ob- observation room or something like that, like looking mm-hmm. over where everybody's running around trying to figure out what's going on. And then we hear the quote, you know, the committee wants results or they'll find someone to blame. And so the whole thing is like, that's, right. that's uh, Perangoski's quote. Like they, 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 
the committee is so invested in results, results, results. They don't care about like the death of, you know, so-and-so, the amount of people that were saved, like from John, not, you know, taking the artifact. They just want results. That's all they care about. Yeah. There's a lot of political wheeling and dealing going on in this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, people, yep. people like kind of stabbing each other in the back and uh, protecting their reputations. That's a big theme right now. Yep. And the other thing, too, uh, when when Maki was like getting her interrogation, done, she's like, I'm only going to talk to one person. I'm only going to talk to Master Chief. <laughs> and so, of course, they're like in that big debate. They're like, you know, we can't trust him. And, you know, Halsey's like, let's just let's just give him a shot. So uh, they give John like they're like, all right, John, go in there. And there's just like a really funny uh, when he about to when he's about to go into the cell, there this guard's just like, "Hey man, I don't trust her." <laughs> right. It's like, "Good for you, man." <laughs> Thanks for chiming in, buddy. <laughs> who would have yeah. thought the lady who launched her own drop pod is not to be trusted? Who would have fucking thought? Yeah, like he he specifically like, says like those squid heads, you know, referring to the sang the yeah. Sanghealy. He's like, they never take prisoners, so it's really sus that they let this human live with them for so long and then they just cut her loose like this one random marine in the hallway is like just not buying it so it's like all right thanks yeah, dude well noted was, yeah, duly noted it's like that thanks thanks man <laughs> uh and he's and john's kind of, donald really just does like a all okay. right that was weird anyways <laughs> so he goes in and he introduces himself and maki is like instantly it's like "Ooh, you're the demon mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like all right stop staring at me yeah <laughs> Give me, give me the intel. She's like, well, but I'm curious about you. And he's like, come on, just tell me where they would have taken it. And she kind of, she, I don't know if she's lying yet. We don't know yet, but she was like, oh, it's, it's on, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't even remember how she pronounced it. It was like Ross Kotaska or something. Ross Kotska, Yeah. Something like that. Kotska, Yeah. in the, in the Aspero mm-hmm. system. Uh, and John's like, yeah, you're making that up. <laughs> he's like, Hey, I can't even pronounce that. You're making that up. He, he thinks like me. And she's like, she's like, no, no, no. And not only that, but we're more alike than you think. And it's like, wait, what? And he's like, uh, and it, it, she says like, you and I, we both bring those artifacts to life. And when she says that, like, it totally reminds him of what, uh, Reth said back on rubble mm-hmm, with Soren. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, you are a human, but more so, you bring them to life. Yeah, John has a brain blast moment and goes back to. Yeah, John like kind of goes like, oh shit, yeah. we are connected, and this I don't like that. And he's also he's also tripping a little bit. He's tripping balls a little bit. He's like, he, like the the Cortana sickness is that the sickness that Cortana told yeah. him about is kind of making him lo- walk kind of funny, and he's like sweating a little bit. It even seemed yeah. like so he was like, uh, give me Captain Keys, and he like, runs out of the room. Right, he's not at a hundred percent in this episode at all. He's like. No. just like doubled over hunched over in pain half the time and yeah he's 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 bugging out like his mind is all over the place like between the memories that the artifacts have been showing him and i was watching this and i said oh that's dysentery right there <laughs> oh, that's space dysentery he's got well i kept thinking of the fact that like not only does he just he's like every time maki's like trying to like be sly he's just like just shut up i don't i just want the info like shut up yeah, leave me alone yeah. like I'm, I'm not here for this crap and like i feel like that's hilarious because it was it was just a you'd think that he would be more interested in be like how am i like you oh i need to know but like it kind of backfired on them because like he just he's in so much mental pain and physical like weird shit going on that he's just like just give me the damn intel please i don't even want to fucking be in this room the lights are bothering me i got a migraine like get out of here like it was just so funny to watch it just backfire it's like making a more effective interrogation. Like I'm not in the mood for your shit at all. You know, it's like it's like that classic, like you know, like the 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 captured villain, like is you know, like is intriguing to the hero. This one, he was just like, I have to shit. Give me the intel <laughs> so I can leave. 
despite his uh, mental barriers that he's putting up, McKee does seem to get inside John's head a little bit there, just by just by revealing that she's referred to as the Blessed One by the by the Covenant. Like that sparks that you know memory of. By the way, she's just giving away everything she's kind right of, now. It's kind of kind hilarious. Of being up front, well, she's trying to reach him. Like she, uh, she's kind of being direct with him, but no one else, basically, because he's he's her yeah. target. So, but you know, he's you know that obviously shakes him up a bit. Remembering what Reth told him back on the rubble, that was obviously a big, a big freak out for him. And remembering that's not good for his mood, so he he storms out. But he does pass along the tip. He passes along McKee's intelligence about the Aspero system, and so. Captain Keys. It's nice to see Captain Keys like really in a command position, calling the shots, and he's kind of like in the yeah. He's finally yeah, doing something, which is he's nice. in the war room with all the UNSC intelligence people around him. And he's like, I want thorough scans of the Aspro system right now. Every every satellite we have point in that direction. Like he's, it's cool, and so like everyone's bustling to make this happen and gather intelligence and all that. Which I I guarantee that the him doing like turning everything to the Aspro system means the Covenant are going to sneak up on Reach. I oh, bet that's totally. what they're going to play. Ooh, that's 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 pl- that's plausible. They're they're gonna play it that way, and I'm gonna be like, "Are you serious? You guys didn't leave like one satellite to look out into deep space?" Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll see. But they're they're, they're looking for a world the Covenant could be hiding on, and then and meanwhile, uh, John's kind of like back at the first artifact, which is still in UNSC hands on Reach, and he's just staring at it, and all he can think about is what McKee told him is that we are the same. He's kind of just hung up on this idea that he and McKee have something in common, and it's unsettling him to say the least. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden it cuts to Halsey and Halsey's being deposed by like a military lawyer Mm -hmm. who's investigating the illegal cloning techniques, you know, outlined in Halsey's earlier research materials. Um, And it's like, you know, typical cop interrogation style room kind of situation. Um, But with a twist. (laughs) But with a twist, we find out that Perengoski, who is uh, in another room is watching. Uh but it's really cool they're secretly watching the deposition uh through like this weird like I guess they just put these little things on their head like and then ner- they're like, like a VR neural link thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a yeah, VR yeah. neural link. They're in the room but nobody else can see them. It's just them yeah. talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, so it's Perengoski and then we see Captain Keys in another corner all of a sudden. Right. And so then we find out that Perengoski ordered this like special investigation you know, to give to the to Admiral Hood and the committee to find their scapegoat mm-hmm. that they're finally looking mm-hmm. for. So Perengoski is not fucking around. She's like, I'm 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 not gonna be the scapegoat. I know exactly what to do. Um and basically uses Halsey uh the entire time. Right. And so John all of a sudden interrupts and demands to speak to Halsey privately, like walks right into the room, is like, out, I want to talk to her. And so the lawyer leaves I, I, I love how rank doesn't matter. Oh, no, no, yeah, it doesn't like, at all. Really the lawyer do. definitely outranks Master Chief, but he's like, I'm not going to argue like with a, a fucking thousand percent. Like, I think like the lowest you can be to be a lawyer in the Navy, at least now, is like a lieutenant or captain. So it's just amazing that he's just like, yeah, I have decided that you don't get to be here anymore. It's like, yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to argue with a set a seven foot cyborg who could like pull my head off my shoulders. Like, I'm not going to argue with Pretty him. Much. So. <laughs> Pretty much. And what's, what's cool was also uh, Perengoski and Keys are still watching. And mm-hmm. so when Chief walks in, Keys at first is like, hold on a second. We need to stop this. And Perengoski's like, no. Let's, no. let's see what let happens. It, let, it, let it happen. Yeah. Honestly, I think Perengoski's like, she's, he's tried to kill her twice now. Maybe the third time. <laughs> we'll just I let him do it. Wash my hands of all of this. <laughs> Solve our problem for us. Let him do it. Yeah. 
what what comes next so i love this scene like it's it's a it's finally john really having that with halsey kind of like about everything he's been stewing over for so long it's a cool scene yeah he he and he doesn't even like sugarcoat it. he just comes in sits down and goes why did you do it and halsey actually i think this is the first time we ever actually see her like lay her all of her cards on the mm-hmm. table which I think it's because, like, even with her brain, she's like, all right, I either tell him the truth or I fucking die, because I think he's There's done no with me. There's no way out of this one other than, yeah. Yeah, so she explains that, like, her her whole entire goal was to, and her, in her words, like, kickstart the next step in human evolution in order to, like, u- unite and advance the species right. to try to stop mankind from killing itself. And it, she's a mad scientist, because, like, <laughs> in, in her mind, the only way to do that is to, of course, obviously kidnap children from their families and replace them with flash clones that would all die of seizures like a couple of days afterwards and then all the doctors would go oh i guess they just died of seizures because you know that's 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 the obvious next step in that plan yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty much a exactly how it's explained in the books where the spartan candidates were identified secretly obtained and then their families i guess get closure quote-unquote when the what they what they think are their children die of seemingly plausible causes like oh well seizures do happen and children do die sometimes and so no one no one's going to ask questions honestly it it works they only kidnap 76 of them and across all the galaxy so it's like yeah you know that's kind of weird but then i guess it happens but but my favorite part about this scene and it's my favorite part because again rank doesn't (laughs) fucking matter uh, Keys and Perangoski are watching this, and then fucking Miranda right. <laughs> just shows up out of nowhere. Again, also in the interrogation right. room using the spy tech, and I'm like, I gotta assume the spy tech is secret. I gotta assume that not everyone knows about it. Yeah. Again, Rank has nothing to do with anything. Well, cause she's she's not even a commander in the show anymore. She's a doctor. Like, we don't even really know what rank she has. If any, like, I assume she has some rank. You can't be a military scientist. She she wears a yeah. military. She wears the uniform that she wears in the games, which makes me go, oh, she's Commander Keys. But no, she's they keep she's calling her like a doctor. Lieutenant or something but yeah unless she's a doctor but at the same time it's like she just dis she just disregards the the worries and cares of an admiral right. and a captain <laughs> and just pops in on their zoom call and i was like i was like oh fucking fuck for fuck's sake come on anyone anyone else did that they'd be court-martialed yeah and like uh she's watched this and so she learns like for the like it's what she was like i always knew my mom was an asshole but like i now know that she's a super duper asshole <laughs> and you know finally uh you know halsey lays it on the table and john just kind of looks at her and halsey's like come on you know together we can finish what we've started and john's like i'm gonna finish it but i'm gonna finish it without you i'm done with you and he just leaves and he leaves her there she does make her case pretty like pretty thoroughly though like she kind of like argues that the Spartans are a necessary force for like ending conflicts among among people, which which tracks with the original canon, you know, origins of the Spartans, which was to uh, wipe out insurgencies. Uh, so it kind of tracks with like the the show explanation. But you know, telling John about it, she kind of makes that ultimate argument that Jaden, you and I have talked about on earlier Halo episodes when we were talking about the game lore, was just you know the ends justifying the means. That's kind of the classic theory she appeals to, and she says. Classic Halo conundrum. Yeah. Quoting from quoting from the episode, she says, "Any challenge to the status quo is always thought to be morally reprehensible until people see the benefits." Which is basically ends ends and means. So she's like, "Yep." When we bring about peace and unity, people won't care where the Spartans come from. Basically, I I never thought about this, but uh, Halsey is definitely a fan of eugenics. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's very it's very you know it's what I'm like wow I never thought about that but yeah man she's a fucking asshole. Another another point that's important to remember is uh, when John John asks Halsey who else knew who was involved like he wants he wants her to name names like who else kidnapped oh, yeah, us and, he's... you know wiped us out of history and all that and which which you know Keys was like ooh like grabbing his collar yeah like, he was ooh. sweating bullets when John asked that question and. It's like, hmm, my my ex-wife, who, well, my ex who, who hates me and I kind of don't like her, now holds my life in my in her hands. I mean, also, like, Miranda is, we said, like, you know, Miranda wasn't happy, but when they, like, take the, you know, the little thingies off in the room and, like, they're not in the VR thing anymore, she looks at her dad and you can just see, like, the hatred and anger and just like all those things. Well, the thing is when, when John asks that Halsey's answer is she, she doesn't name names. She doesn't, uh, she conceals keys and Perengoski's involvement. Like they have that look on their face. Like they, they obviously were involved. And so Halsey kind of covers yep. for them. And so when the, so the spying ends, Miranda looks at, Miranda looks at her father. For me, maybe this is subjective, but I didn't really see. I saw more like outrage at what Halsey did. I don't think she really knew that her father was I, involved. I, I think she knows, but she doesn't. Like it's like just because he wasn't named. It's like she suspects. She suspects, but it wasn't confirmed. Yeah, basically, is what it looked like to me. See, I saw it more of like she was. She had all those feelings about Halsey, but also like she like has this. I don't know. It, it came off like she was looking at her dad like. You totally knew. Like, I have a feeling you knew about this. Like, I have, like, there's no way you didn't know about this. My, my, theory, my explanation for this is if Miranda was convinced that her father was involved with what Halsey just copped to just now, there probably would have been a scene soon after this where Miranda confronts Captain Keys immediately. Like, I can't, like, she would probably call him out on it, but she doesn't. She just sort of seems to hold it against Halsey and no one else because Halsey covered for keys and Perangoski. so that's what it looks like to well me, um my theory is a little different um i think from what we've seen of miranda and her father uh, miranda has always seen her father as the upstanding light in her life you know you've got halsey sure. doing all this shady shit never being there for her, never being honest with her never being open with her and so she mm. always saw her father as someone who didn't bullshit with her and now she's finding out that her father is just as bad as her mother, her hero literally was in the room, basically admitting to being culpable in the worst thing that she's ever heard anyone ever do. And I think it's, I think the moment of like, I have no parents that I can look up to as a moral who have the moral high ground because both of their hands are dirty. And I think that's what she's realizing right then and there. Cause she doesn't say anything. She just wa- immediately walks, walks out of the room. That's possible. Yeah. I don't feel like I've seen definitive proof that like her relationship with her father has been destroyed by this yet. I think it'll come back later though. I think it'll be kind of developed upon and I think she'll probably find out that he was involved too, like definitively, like with, with proof, like, cause again, Halsey covered for him. So she doesn't know for sure yet, but I, I think the suspicion is there. Yeah. I guess we'll have to, we'll just have to see. But in, in the hallways right after this, Miranda kind of bumps into John and it's funny because like she, obviously feels very sorry for him she's she just looks at him with like tears in her eyes like i you know she knows what just what happened to him as a child but he doesn't know that she knows so like he doesn't know that she was spying on that meeting so it's kind of like she's 
being tender and like reaching out to him emotionally and he's like not sure why because <laughs> he doesn't know that she saw that so it's funny like there was like a one one-sided mirror situation there but in either case she john kind of brushes her off like you know he's he's like oh don't whatever your concern is i don't know what that is but uh whatever it is it can wait uh instead he asks her to run tests on mckee to sort of assess her connection to the artifact like we need to find out what her deal is and how she's connected to the artifact and it's also like we get the sense that he's asking her to do something to just distract her keep her busy so that he can uh duck away into a corner and <laughs> struggle to get his shit together because he yeah he walks down the hallway kind of stands in an alcove where no one can see him and he like almost hunches down to the ground he almost like slides to the ground because he's like you know in pain physically and mentally and you know he's you know his visions keep keep kind of coming up and Cortana once again sort of points out, "Hey, uh, you're kind of dying. <laughs> um, you you should let me help you. Uh, you should let me do something. Let me fix it." And uh, he, John, makes it clear to Cortana like he doesn't trust her and he wants nothing to do with her. Kind of like he, he's he's told John has told Cortana to fuck off and leave him alone before, but this time it feels a little bit more final and a bit more forceful. Like like leave me alone. I I don't need you. And he kind of storms off again. He's doing a lot of yeah. storming off today. Yeah, he keeps doing that whole, like, I want to talk to you, Mom! Slams the door and, like, you know, <laughs> leave me alone! Get out <laughs> yeah. of my life! Like, he keeps doing that to everybody. But he doesn't do it to one person. Um, He doesn't do it to Kai. That's right. And he literally, right when he does this to Cortana, he then goes straight to Kai. Mm-hmm. And seemingly like explains to her the secret of their childhood like he yeah. literally just is like so here's the deal we were kidnapped this and, that. <laughs> and he like starts like talking about it with her yeah and obviously kai's kind of you could say upset about this whole revelation yeah uh you know being like i knew it i i, I knew it i knew we weren't supposed to we, you know it's like literally like it it's hilarious in my opinion like just the way it it the plot points are just like oh my god um, but Kai then is, you know, obviously upset and tries to get up and John's like, whoa, 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 chill. I'm going to handle it. Um, you know, we still have each other and I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. You get better. And then I'm going to be the one who, uh, takes care of everything. He leaves her with like this encouragement. Like we're still Spartans. No matter what happened to us, we still are capable of, you know, handling whatever is in front of us. And he, and he leaves her, I think a parting his parting words are, I'm going to need you. So it's kind of like. He's he's sort of promising himself and also promising Kai that I'm not going to do this completely alone. I'm going to need your help, so get well soon, basically. Yep. And from there, we cut over to Perangoski, and she's meeting with Halsey mm-hmm. uh, to basically <laughs> lay the cards on the table. Like, hey, you want to fuck me? I can fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, we're, we got we both have nuclear uh, weapons pointed at each other's heads. Let's let's t- let's talk this out like grown women right now. We uh, we could we could fuck each other's lives up big time if we wanted to yeah let's, yep let's just and be basically basically comes down to if Perangoski has halsey arrested you know uh halsey has the records necessary to implicate Perangoski in the exact same crimes mm-hmm. take her down with her and Perangoski's basically goes i don't care <laughs> like here here's the here's the plot twist you didn't expect i don't care what happens to me so here's what you're gonna do you get to go have your own little lab on one of the remote moons and you hand over the reins of the spartan program and the project of uh, the artifact to Miranda. Mm -hmm. And she basically says, this way, John gets justice, the committee gets their scapegoat, and you get to continue your research. Yeah. 
And it's basically like, and again, Parangossi is basically like, you can bust me for the other shit. I don't care. I really don't. Like, you're done. Either way, this gets you out of my hair. And, she, and, and like, literally at that moment, she's like, all right, uh, hey, guards. Yeah, her clearance is already revoked. Get her fucking to her room to pack her bags. It's such an awesome power move. Yeah. Like, it is so cool. Takes her, takes her clearances away, just shuts her down. And it's also kind of like, it's 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 even like it keeps Parangoski safe too. Cause like I'm not having you arrested. I'm like I'm you're you're keeping your career. You're just gonna be away from me. <laughs> We're gonna like have this distance between us. And I'm not sending you to prison, so you have no reason or basis to send me to prison too. So it's kind of like it, it, she just disarms her. Like does this like like takes the bullets out of Halsey's gun. It's it's ridiculous. It's you know Parangoski does her uh, checkmate masterstroke here. It's pretty cool. While Halsey's being placed under house arrest, pretty much, uh, Miranda is taking blood samples from McKee and, you know, is also just sort of absentmindedly like, hey, you know, while you were at it, why don't you uh, help me translate some Sangheili communications we have? And, you know, McKee's like, sure, I'll, you know, they're just making small talk, really, but, you know, Miranda's trying to build some trust and, you know, get some more work out of McKee, get some more assistance out of her. Uh, John's there too. He's sort of just watching over the blood sample process. And well, and my favorite part about that is when she goes, when she goes, "Hey, you know, uh, a ship got attacked, and they sent off That's a transmission, right. and it was in Sangheili. Right. It was garbled. Any chance you want to <laughs> listen to it?" And Maki's like, "Ooh, like does like a Scooby Doo, like, oh, what? That's crazy. I can't believe a ship got attacked. I never sent a <laughs> message from that ship in Sangheili. I wasn't there. What are you talking about? <laughs> but." While they're saying that, they only speak Sangheili the entire time. <laughs> yeah. That would be, be funny. That would be very so, funny. So while this is all happening, you know, just this conversation between Miranda and McKee, John is there and he he seems like now earlier he seemed in charge around McKee. Like he was, you know, kind of you know, here's how it's gonna be, you're gonna talk and I'm gonna listen and you're gonna help us out, but now he's kinda like uncomfortable around her. It's almost like he's like, you know, a puritanical priest in the 1700s, and she's, like, a witch, and he's like, I, away with you! And he's just, like, scared of her, and, like, you know, just keeping his distance from her, and he just be, it seems like just being around her, he's having this, like, breakdown again, and so he runs off to kind of get himself checked out by a robo-doc, basically. He, like, or, uh, runs a health diagnostic on himself, and it comes back critical, as in... <laughs> Go to the hospital right now, dude. <laughs> like, you're about to fucking die. And so, you know, as he's in the ship getting tested by the machine, he has, like, kind of a vision of Quan uh, back when he first met her, back in the first episode, when uh, she had just watched all of her friends and father die uh, back on Madrigal, and she's covered in blood, and she asks him, are you going to live? And he turns around, and it's like she's right there in the room with him. So his it seems like his visions are getting worse. Like, they're no longer just memories they're it seems like they're manifesting in person almost and he's he's his yeah he's freaking out he's tripping balls not a good trip and uh yeah his his vitals are bad it's not good times so while john is bugging out halsey <laughs> is now packing up all her shit mm-hmm. and cortana is kind of locked down in the unsc network kind of unable to connect to anyone uh, not really able to connect the chief as well, Halsey, all that stuff. But Halsey is, you know, Halsey and is confident that Cortana is <laughs> going to find a way to free herself from the lockdown and everything. It's robot me. She'll get out. Don't worry. Yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah. funny because uh, Halsey's like, you know, this shouldn't be a, a big deal for Cortana to break. And uh, her assistant, her creepy assistant's like, 
well, I created everything here. The whole <laughs> firewall was my idea, and there's no yeah, way she like, can get... I don't know, that's John Mulaney like, for some and reason. you're but, an idiot. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, but anyway, so then we go to Kai, who is now up and about, kind of, and joins Riz and Vanek in the armory, and seems to kind of struggle with the question of whether or not to tell them, like, the truth about their families and lives before the Spartan program, and is, mm-hmm. is definitely uh, thinking about it. And yeah. they're, like, tossing around a grenade and shit, and they're, like, you know, kind of, I would say they're shooting the shit Spartan style. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of, you know, just them hanging out in their own weird militaristic robot way. Yeah. And Kai is, like, kind of looks at them and is like, uh, maybe I shouldn't say anything at the moment. Yeah, that, that scene to me feels like it was communicating that Riz and Vanek and, I guess, generally all the other Spartans other than Kai and john are kind of in a bubble like they they live a certain way blissfully unaware of what they were before and kai is really just kind of grappling with the idea of like do i do i burst that bubble for them like do i hurt them with the truth basically exactly and while this is all going on um miranda got the keys to a shiny new lab Mm -hmm. well new to her it was used (laughs) it was halsey's lab and she goes in, and she can't log into anything. <laughs> <laughs> the only message she gets is from Halsey. It just says, see me. Drama queen. <laughs> yeah, literally, Mary's just like, drama queen. <laughs> so then she goes, and Halsey's like, so Halsey's sitting in the most awkward fucking human on the planet. It's just like, tea? <laughs> and she hasn't even poured, like, she's poured tea for herself, but she clearly hasn't drank it. That tea's been sitting there for, like, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like to believe that Halsey thought she would get there sooner. So, like, she had poured tea for herself, like, an hour ago, and it was cold, and she's been sitting there like an idiot for, like, an hour, but that's mm-hmm. probably not what happened. And, and Miranda's, does she just start, uh, she's, she, Miranda's like, why am I here? How's just like, she just starts being mean to her, just being like, hey, you know, this thing's dangerous, you need my help, and Miranda's like, I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm aware of how horrible it is, I'm also aware of how horrible you are. And Halsey even tries to, like, apologize, she's kind of like, you know, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I never... It was, truly, it was never my intention to hurt you. Yeah. Literally, and th- th- this is the best part. This is the best part because, like, Miranda fucking walks out, right? Yeah. And then fucking creepy assistant Aiden is like hiding in a closet, <laughs> which the way he strolls out, it's like he lives there. I don't know why <laughs> he, he was walking like so. He was like, "Ah, oh, honey, how did the date with your daughter go?" And he he's like, "So, so did you get it?" And and they they pull a fucking contact lens camera from her eye, Batman style. Yeah, Batman yeah. style. That's right. Yeah. So it's uh, I'll touch on this later. I, I have thoughts on this scene later, but like it 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 probably was the first time Miranda had ever heard her mother apologize for anything in her entire life. That's what. Yeah, but we it was still a fucking lie. Well, that's, we'll get to that later. I will say just Miranda's face, like she was very truly impacted by this moment. Like Doctor the Doctor Catherine Halsey is apologizing to me. Like. She was stunned by that. But yeah, yeah, we'll touch on this later. This was big. This was a big in a few ways. But back in her lab, you know, after this scene with her mother, Miranda has, uh, you know, run some tests and she has found out that John and McKee just so happened to share this extremely rare genetic anomaly in their DNA sequence. Like they have this, some kind of, yeah, she just calls it an anomaly. And she says, you know, this doesn't entirely explain uh, your connection to the artifact, but it, you know, kind of points in that direction. And just, she makes it clear, like, this is so astronomically rare that she says, quote, statistically, you are two in a billion. Like, John and McKee have, like, this, like, 
connection on a genetic level. Again, out of the many things that have uh, bothered John and shaken him a bit today, that was one of the bigger ones. So he, he's, he's shocked by mm-hmm. that news for sure. Which, again, is another big uh, change from canon because in canon, any human can operate these. Yeah, we've mentioned that. There's, there's the chosen one trope kind of sh- showing up again here, which yeah, we've touched on. Before. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, big yep. time, which, which is really funny because I was like, oh, yes, because Master Chief needed to be even <laughs> yeah, more special. Yeah. Now, after we start talking about these chosen ones, now we have to talk about this chosen system called Espero. And guess what? Are the results in? Yes, they're in. What are they? Inconclusive. We have nothing. Uh, like, there's nothing, nothing. you know, there. It's, it's just empty. They, they're like, it's, this is a shithole. Um, John, this is, this is like, you know, the middle of nowhere of space. Uh, so John runs in the room. Maki's sitting there, and John's like, you know, you're misleading the UNSC. Like, he's, like, freaking out, um, having, like, outbursts and stuff, like, in the process, like, with his body, like, deteriorating or whatever it's happening. And he's, like, he's he's literally spazzing out. Um, he can't con- keep his composure or anything like that. He's falling on the ground. And Maki just kind of surmises that the Keystone is killing him. Yeah. So Maki then demonstrates intimate knowledge of uh his experiences with the artifact as if speaking from knowledge themselves so maki's like i know what's going on and with you you're having this and this and this and like starts explaining things and john's just like how do you know that like what he like turns and is like what's going on oh my god um you know personal experiences shared personal experiences from touching these things and then maki offers to help john find the other keystone Harness the combined power uh, of both artifacts, and John kind of goes to Miranda right away and asks if, you know, he can use the first artifact to find the second, in spite of like the danger that it obviously possesses towards him, and it's uh, something that is real dangerous. Yeah, he's been he's been like on the verge of death this whole episode. <laughs> so yeah. literally, he is like organ failure, shutting down, freaking out, like. He is an absolute mess. Yeah, absolutely. And while this is all happening, uh, Cortana, as predicted, manages to to contact Halsey. Mm-hmm. She bre- breaks through the lockdown, and she's like, "Oh, hey, you know, by the way, remember you warned Miranda that the artifact was dangerous. Turns out she didn't listen, <laughs> and John's gonna try to mm-hmm. test it again." Yeah, and they're like, so they so they get to watch via Skype as John almost kills himself. And they and they're, they're helpless. They can't do anything about it because you know they're both kind of on lockdown still. Like Cortana has limited access. Halsey can't leave her room, so they just have to watch. And and, and meanwhile, while this is happening, Maki's like, I need to speak to John, and they're like, Oh, he's testing the artifact right now, sweetie. And she's like, Fuck, he's not. <laughs> she even pulls out her fucking little like sword switchblade plasma finger. fingernail thing. Yeah, yeah. And she's like about to strike, and then like as she goes to swing, it, it her Microsoft update happens, and she falls down with a seizure too. <laughs> That's what I was gonna call it. It's a Microsoft update. Anytime one of these guys gets hit, they both collapse at the same time, and they're like, their vitals are going crazy. And then all of a sudden, John and Maki are standing together on a planet, but not any planet, a planet that mysteriously curves upwards and away from them in a concentric circle, a ring, if you will. And he, he looks and John looks at Maki, Maki looks at John. He walks over and gently touches her face. No, we can't. We can't sing that song. That that guy's suing them oh, right shit. now. So we, we can't <laughs> sing that song Dang. yet. 
but but we'll get there. We'll get there. And they both have this like loving look in their eyes. Like there's like, whoa, you and I are connected somehow. A connection, if you will, much like the prediction I had earlier. Uh, Connor. Okay, well, to be fair, you said that there would be a love triangle between him, McKee, and Cortana. I said they would make Maki a love interest. That was my first mm, thing. I heard triangle. And then I said that there would that there that there would be a love triangle. That was yeah. part two. I'm not you I'm not seeing a triangle parts. yet, so no deal. Yeah, well the triangle the triangle is yet to form. Right now all we have is a ring. A halo, if you will. Haha. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So so if it does become a triangle, does that mean that you're going to eat a shoe on Twitch for extra life? Maybe. Is that what's going to happen? That, I did hear someone mention that All right, in the so first episode just we for, recorded. Well, let's wrap up the episode first. The, 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 the way this... Okay. And <laughs> we have some explaining to do. At, the artifact eventually powers down and the vision ends and both John and McKee uh, stop dying. They're, they're vital, stabilized, and they're breathing normally again. And Miranda's voice kind of drifts back into the lab and you know her last words the last words of the episode are thought we lost you there chief where did you go and he has this like look on his face that is sort of otherworldly and serene like he went somewhere peaceful for once and that's episode six solace okay we're gonna take a quick break here but stick around we'll be right back Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, before we go any further, I will I will just lay out some context for anyone's confused by, you know, this talk of shoes and eating of said shoes and love triangles. Uh, <laughs> a while back, yes, I'd love to hear how you're going to weasel out of this. No, car, okay, yes, well, let, yeah, sure. I'm a man of my word. First of all, I, I resent that remark. Uh, <laughs> a while back, after I think it was after the first episode. Uh, it was for episode one. Yeah, yes, we we had we had all watched episode one. We were talking about it and. Jaden was sharing some uh, fan theories, some some uh, <laughs> some headcanon, some some headcanon internet theories that I had seen yeah. online, and and they caused quite a bit of stir. So in the writers' room, when I mentioned them, because Connor <laughs> and uh, Kevin believed that I was the one promoting and coming up with these theories, and I had to explain, no, 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 they are bad theories. I do not like these theories. These are bad theories. The theories that I had put forward is that now that they have a, what seemed like at the time, uh, this girl leading the covenant, not just being a part of it like we know now, and that they were going to make her fall in love. So there's three theories. One was that she was going to be the arbiter. Thank God that hasn't happened yet. Right, right. Two, that she was going to fall in love with Master Chief. And three, that there was going to be a weird love triangle between Master Chief, Cortana, 
and this girl, which we now know is named Maki. Right. Those were the three that I laid down. And Connor said, I believe he said, those are dumb, and if they happen, I will eat a shoe. <laughs> All right, so specifically what I was referring to was the love triangle idea. Okay, so when, when you said that the, the theory you heard, and I, I will uh, mea culpa, I'll own up to flipping out on you. I apologize for biting your head off because <laughs> I did I did genuinely think that you actually thought these theories were true. <laughs> you weren't just like repeating them and saying, no, these are stupid, but I've heard them. I, I kind of, I, I got the wrong idea. But when you said this idea of, oh, Cortana and McKee are going to be in a love triangle with Chief, I thought that's ridiculously, outlandishly, unbelievably stupid. And if they actually write that into the show, I will eat a shoe like on stream. I will eat something inedible like a hat or some shit like that. I, that's what I said, I think. But yeah, I was referring specifically to the love triangle idea, not necessarily ah, just McKee and okay. John. Like, okay. McKee and John. Now, like, I, want, I, I want to explain the reasoning why, by the way. Sure. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of shows on the wonderful network, the CW, <laughs> wow. where anything is possible as long as you're a hot 25-year-old pretending to be an 18-year-old. True. That's very true. They just they just like to make magical combinations of any character they can and make stupid plot lines. Have y'all watched Riverdale? It's a much more interesting show. Season one was about a murder mystery. Now they have superpowers for some let's, fucking reason. Let's get this straight. Nice. We want we want nor have any beef with the CW. We respect what they do there, but and it's you know you can't the, you can't argue. The CW is the most wonderful network I it's have great. ever seen. It's they great. gave me Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god, it's, it's that great. show is fantastic. Every week it breaks my brain. And I'm sad that they canceled it. Uh, so yeah, actually, you know what? I do have beef with them because they canceled the greatest show ever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great network, great shows, but like you can't argue that they do a lot of thirst trapping. Just, just romantic. Oh yes, absolutely. Like, romantic 100%. plot lines, you know, out the wazoo. So, yeah. so watching that, I had a feeling they were gonna. We need, we need romance in this show, man. <laughs> we need, and I, and and, you, and I, and I'm mm. over here like you didn't even, you, you don't though. Yeah. Well, let's. So we're in the back half of the episode now. We've we've recapped episode six, Solace. We've sort of caught up on. You know, things we, things we predicted earlier on and we're, you know, seeing them either flesh out or still be hinted at. Uh, let's let's get into just our stray thoughts, observations, things we liked, things we you know, weren't crazy about. I'll go ahead and go first. I, I uh, just generally really liked this one. This was this was another this was another solid, you know, not not like a peak of the season necessarily. I, f I still feel like episode five, the previous was probably the peak so far, but. Uh, six was good. I thought it was a very strong follow-up to uh, episode five, Reckoning. This one obviously had less action, you know, than number five. You know, Reckoning had the, an amazing battle scene, but I think I just liked the character interactions in this one. I thought it was interesting scenes, interesting uh, development of personal relationships and conflicts. Yeah, and this, yeah, this this episode just kind of continued to to build upon those conflicts and execute on them. So yeah, high points I liked. Uh, John's near murder of Halsey was a high point for me. I, I just, that was unexpected. <laughs> what I liked about it was that I didn't see it coming at all. Like, so, yeah. well, there, there was foreshadowing though. And in, in retrospect, looking back, like, you know, in episode five, he lunged at her. Like he would have probably yeah. would have killed her if Cortana hadn't shut him down. So this was a natural follow-up to that scene, but the way he like trapped her inside and was going to melt her with radiation. I just wasn't expecting that. So it was fun. That was a fun scene. Uh, cool direction for the show to go. Oh yeah, in. you thought melting somebody with radiation was no, fun, the huh? threat of it. No, no, I wouldn't want to actually see it, but <laughs> the threat of it was. Cool. Don't piss off Connor, guys. <laughs> Watch out. I, I, I was just say I'm still on the train where I don't. I, I still have yet to find a likable character on this show. So when one tries to kill the other, I'm like, good. I, I like it. a lot of people. I like well, John a lot. I like 
I like, here's the thing. I like, I, I hate Halsey. Sure. But I like the por- portrayal. Yeah. I Halsey. like the character, not like. Oh yeah. No, this is, yeah. this is absolutely no. Like the actress is doing a fantastic job. I right. just, the writing is what's also, getting me at this point. So I also think the actress that plays Parangowski is like, re- like, uh, what's it? Uh, Shabana Azmi. She's fucking good. I love her. Like, yeah, she's great. The bureaucratic feel, like, I love it. It's great. She she definitely nails a command presence and, like, just the the poise and the in- intellect of Parent. Like, she's exactly what I imagined a TV version of Paragoski would be like. So she's she's nailing it in the adaptation game, if you ask me. But moving on to, like, another scene I loved was the confrontation, the, the, the like, one-on-one conversation across the table where, you know, policy just comes clean about the Spartan program. I thought it was done really well. And... I think it was a good idea, narratively, to have Parangoski and Keyes and also Miranda, all of them there, to sort of witness it and react to it. I feel like they were kind of stand-ins for the audience a little bit. Like, you know, we're, we're here to be a witness to this and make it so, you know, this, this is becoming known to the majority of the cast. So, I don't know, I just thought it was written well, acted well, fun scene in general. We, I mentioned this earlier, Jaden, I think we touched on how we felt about Halsey's uh, quote-unquote apology to Miranda uh, for her kind of failings as a mother. I, I loved this scene for how nuanced it was. To me, I felt like there were layers to what was going on here. We talked about, obviously, like, you know, Kevin, you mentioned, obviously, there was the deception of the, of the camera on Halsey's eyelid or uh, on Halsey's eye. And, you know, so the, the apology was a pretext for deception. So, like. It was obviously like a. Uh, it had to be good in order to be to for her to buy it. Was it was a cruel ploy, but I think that you can be deceiving someone, like you know, you can be getting something out of them, but also be genuine about an apology. I think like. Oh yeah, like, like I said, you have to be. It had to be. It had to be convincing. Otherwise, she would have known something was up. And not just convincing, but authentic. And yep. What made me feel like what clinched it for me, what sold the authenticity for me, was when Aiden took the camera away from Halsey and was like starting to, you know study it or whatever halsey just has a moment to herself to like just stare off into the distance and wipe her tears away and the look on her face was to me it was very much i meant every word of that i was saying it in order to you know spy on like we we still don't know what the camera was for and what they got out of it uh but she was doing it i, to, I assume it's facial recognition yeah to like probably, override the yeah. password or whatever. probably yeah so she yeah. was getting something out of miranda but i think she meant every word while she was doing it so there was kind of a Double-edged sword to that scene. So I really like that. I think it was, again... Connor, you would not survive in this. I think Halsey would wipe the floor with you. Halsey would play me like a fiddle, 100%. Uh, and that's fine with me. She's I, she's smarter than me. I can admit that. She's smarter than a lot of people. <laughs> again, I love I love how every interaction with John the last like two episodes has just been like, yeah, you're smarter than me, but I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> you're not smarter than these fists. It's like, you make a great point, but also gun. <laughs> He goes, he goes, have you know, you know what I've named my rifle? Rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> so lastly, uh, the uh, scene I loved, the glimpse of Halo at the end. This was such good payoff. I just feel like the last scene where they're on this ring world, like the whole presentation of this scene, the way it was filmed, the sound design, it had this otherworldly quality to me that, you know, it closed out the episode on such a strangely optimistic tone you know what i mean where like i've talked i've talked before about how this show really has a lot of the window dressing of halo but doesn't always have the soul of halo 
And this scene gave me some real Halo soul, I will say, because I felt that same flutter in my heart of like, this is an adventure beyond the stars, and I'm going to see and experience things that are that defy explanation, and they're like so mystical and you know yet tangible that is that that is what Halo is to me. And so there was amazing flavor to this for me. I loved I loved how you know that scene was shot and presented. It's it's it, you know I will give you that it's a very beautiful shot of a of a, of something. We probably won't see for two more seasons. <laughs> get the way the pacing of the show is going. I'm patient. I'll find. That's fine with me. Like, uh, we'll get there when we get there. You know, I'm not, I'm in no hurry. Oh man, I'm just like I'm just like when am I? Come on, man. Let's just get let's get to this. I'm on. Oh oh, I I, I need to update um the 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 chart again. Uh, you know, Grunt Watch ended last week. You know, we get a round of applause <laughs> for Grunt Watch ending. That's right. Yay for that. Uh, but we are still on episode six of Johnson Watch. Johnson Watch. No Johnson. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Anywhere to be seen. No Johnsons yet. Yeah, we're holding out hope. Yeah. Holding out hope. Um, um, I'm really worried again that they're gonna like stick him in a corner and they're gonna be like, see that guy over there? There he was. You missed him. Kind of like what they did with Mendez, I guess. Like a mention. Yeah. We'll see. Uh yeah. but yeah, that's I mean, you you hit all the points that I can think of that I uh liked this episode. Um I mean I think I mentioned it at the top of the episode, but like I'm glad that we didn't get to sit through the Madrigal mm-hmm. stuff. That's true. I, I really do believe that uh the writers were like, Okay, we need we need two storylines because we I don't think we can like carry the show with just Master Chief. Yeah. And then as the episodes kept going, they were like, oh, wow, this Master Chief stuff's getting really good. We're really good writers, really smart. And then someone went, wait, guys, what about this stuff? And they went, oh, well, you know, I don't feel like going back and rewriting it. Let's just keep it. I, we'll just put less and less in each episode. I do feel like not being diverted and distracted by the Madrigal arc helped this episode quite a bit, too. I was, oh, my God. So Which, which made me go, I would agree. not only would I have enjoyed the tighter focus from the other episodes, but they would have been shorter and more enjoyable. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. You know, you yeah. could they could have literally made the Madrigal stuff like its own show, and I think like I honestly think I probably would probably would have been like, oh, this is interesting, but they're like they're trying to smash it in. again. They're trying to make Game of Thrones. Yeah. They're like we need to have multiple characters in multiple locations yeah. doing different things, otherwise people won't pay attention. It's like or you could just tell a really good story. You know, it's a prestige TV thing. Like it's just it's just part of the formula now. I feel like people didn't feel like they need to do it. I guess exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin. Any uh, stray thoughts, observations, uh, points of view from you? Yeah, I thought like it felt weird when he freaked out on Halsey and was trying to kill her. <laughs> like, I it was cool. Don't get me wrong. I think it fit the story. I think it was really cool. But again, my brain instantly was like, Master Chief wouldn't fucking do that. Like, what? Like, no. Um, but it's fine. Like, I thought it was cool. It fit the story. It made sense that that's something that would be done, I guess, you know? The fact that Maki, like, had their freaking pinky shit come out, I'm like, you're just giving yourself away now, and now they know you're weaponized, yeah. or at least you have some sort of thing. I thought that was kind of, like, dumb. Like, like I'm like, like, do they not have cameras in that room? They have to have cameras, Well, it just right? feels I'm... like so many people here are so bad at being spies, like... Or like you know, being a fugitive on the run or whatever. Like yeah, how are they bad at? Be... This is why this is why the insurgency is so fucking rampant. Because you guys all suck at your fucking jobs. <laughs> yeah, it, it just felt kind of weird. Um, I really did like. I agree with you, Connor, with the interrogation like style scene. Like, it really felt like. Remember, I I mean, you can use Game of Thrones as an example, but like all the shows that you know people watch, like you know, there's always those plot points there's the major you know overarching plot point and then you have the subplot points and then like 
you you're watching the show and you always want these characters to just like ah, I just wish they would all know the one thing they have to know instead of like being dumb and not knowing that thing and like like kind of how Game of Thrones where it's like the White Walkers like finally spoiler alert finally like John is just like the White Walkers here's the real enemy and all the characters see it and they're like oh like it kind of felt like that for the Spartan program where everybody was like oh you fucking did a you did the thing oh that's bad like i just it felt good to have everybody just like kind of like yeah hear it i thought that was cool i think cortana going through the system and like kind of spying still like it fit pretty well for like the whole character thing just the pacing for this story in this episode was really good like it didn't feel like it dragged on too long but it didn't also feel like there was extra fluff as in magical stuff so it felt good um i gotta agree with Jaden. like it felt way better without the magical stuff and i'm not saying like i don't like the magical stuff it just feels more like yeah it could be its own show i'll say it i don't like the magical <laughs> stuff i'm sorry i'm just like man it's not as good as the a plot it's not as good it's just it's just it's a story i've heard before for something that yeah. i didn't want expect it's, it's fine show. i don't dislike yeah. it but it's not as good for sure i think um go. The Kai stuff was really cool, like, just Kai, you know, in the beginning, like, how it's just, like, dead silent, and then it does that thing where, like, you know, in a a movie or a video game where, like, an explosion goes off, and it's quiet, and then you hear, like, the ringing, and then all of a sudden, sound comes back, and it's insane, and they did that for the, like, like first scene. I thought that cinematically was was really cool. It showed, like, war, you know, like, the aftermath, rather than just, like, you know, the end heroics bullshit. It shows, like people walking around getting blown up and shit and you're like oh god oh this is hectic and like even then like master chief is bugging out with all this stuff going on it's like messing with him and like you know it's kind of like when kai had a panic attack or an anxiety attack in combat he's having one right now post and and i think you know that it it was good i thought they did a good job yeah Yeah, cinematically that last scene i thought looked really kind of cool i think it there was a little bit too much um feathering on the shots, like, I, th- I thought the lighting had a little bit too much feathering. Okay, nerd. <laughs> if, yeah, it probably won't look like that okay. when we get hey, to the... I study I film, like, I, that's, you know, I'm now I'm nitpicking, really. But no, that's fair, that's fair. I'm know. just nitpicking. I'm um, but yeah, no, I, it, it's, I'm hoping it won't be that feathering. It can't be, because then people are going to think it's heaven. Yeah, that that's kind of how I felt about it. But again, it's kind of like a vision. It wasn't really meant to be the actual that's thing. Yeah. Um. I, I'm not rushing the whole Halo thing, though, but I, I just, I'm not. Because, again, I've, I've seen the Halo story. I've experienced it. I was cheap, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with, like, the lead-up stuff, like, taking, like, the whole season to lead up to it. And then, like, if it ends with, like, the fall of Reach and them escaping Reach going to the Halo, I'd be fine with that. Um, I'm not, like, in a rush to see it, like, this season. Uh, I know Jaden is, but I'm not. <laughs> the romance aspect, which is very obvious what is coming. I don't hate romances in this. Like, I'm rooting for, you know, them to do a really good portrayal of the Cortana, like, chief-style romance. Like, I'm really into that. I just think, like, this random character that, like, it's like, you don't have to do it. It felt like it was, it almost feels like they're doing it, like, like they're forcing it to to do it, to have it. And I'm like, hey, like, you already have that natural thing that's going to happen. Like, you don't need to do this. It doesn't serve. It doesn't seem like it will serve the story. 
you're you're detracting from the greatest love story in the Halo games, which is of course uh, Sergeant Johnson and three four three Guilty Spark. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Their their tender love making in Halo Two is truly one of the high points of the series, and I feel it's an insult to not show that. Jesus Christ, pretty much, yeah. But yeah, the ro- the relationship thing, like the of the romance thing, I'm just you know, I already know, like we have that, like you don't need to. It w- it was going so well, nobody had a romance thing. Yeah. Honestly, the only person that I think would it would serve to be kind of cool. And I was like, oh, that'd be interesting. Would be like a Kai chief thing. Like her yeah, having that, a crush on him. I'd be happy that to see I that, could yeah. see as like a story aspect. That would be really cool. That would make sense. And like, you know, she loses her shit and like, you know, something happens and, you know, either she has to get shot or something like something like that where like it, it you know, either chief takes it too far and he has to get taken down real quick or, you know, because of something, you know, or she does like I think that would be really cool, like to have like a tension kind of thing because they don't know how to express those feelings properly. I think that would add to the whole finding your humanity s- stuff, you know. I hesitate to even call the chief the chief Maquis thing a romance yet. It's hinted that like that was a hint at the end. Like yeah, they, they yeah, make yeah. contact. Like he touches her face. Like there's a hint toward it, but like. I've always warned against premature shipping. I've never been a shipper. Like, so like, like if it goes there, it'll, I, it depends on how they pull it off, but I, I feel like it'll be weird. But like chief and Cortana was never a romance though. That was always just a very, very close friendship, like a partnership that is, it kind of defies any labels that's, to me. At least. Correct. That's, so like, that's kind of how I'm feeling about the Kai relationship though. Like, yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Like when I, when I look at this now, like the way he spoke with her, it's kind of like he's her older brother. Right. And she's looking out for him and he's looking out for her. And I think, it, you know, it would be so cool if they played upon that where, like, she doesn't trust Maki. And, like, the more Chief trusts Maki, the less Kai does. And Kai, like, is the one who's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. And, like, that, like, I could see that as a plot point and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, you have these new Spartan characters that I think they could play with really well in, like, really cool ways and stuff. But, um, I just think, like, the whole, like, making it into this romance stuff can, like, you just, it's not needed. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I see. To to your point, Connor, you know, uh, playing the games, you definitely don't see a, a romantic relationship between Cortana or Master Chief. Unfortunately, the creators have said multiple times that they didn't play the games. So who knows where they're going to take the relationship between those two characters. <sighs> Wrong, wrong. They said they looked beyond the games. They said they didn't look just mm. at the games. People, people have been taking that out of context ever since this show came out. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love poking this because like, Connor hates it when I bring this up. It's just so funny. He gets so angry. What do I hate when people are inaccurate <laughs> and spread misinformation? Yeah, you're right. I am. Like I, I do hate that. <laughs> I, I just people have made a lot of hay with that statement. Like they latched on to like people mishear things. They hear what they want to hear. They see a showrunner say, we didn't look at just the games, and they hear, we didn't play the games, or we ignored the games. That's not what they said. Like, they obviously took a lot from the games, but they also took a lot from the books. Like, I've been, I've been getting into arguments with people, like, who say, this isn't Halo, this, is, has, this has nothing to do with Halo, and I'm like, I'm so sorry that you're illiterate and never read the books. Like, <laughs> I'm really sorry to hear that. I'm really sad for you that you didn't read the books. Like, because there's so much shit from the books in this show. So, I don't know. It's like... I'm sorry. That gets me riled up. It's like they didn't ignore the games. There's tons of shit from the games here. I love I love pressing the button. It's very fun. Look, Connor, are you having fun? I am. I like this show. It's getting good. It's getting genuinely pretty good. 
Jaden, have you had fun? <laughs> Wait, don't even answer that because we tweeted that photo of you in Discord saying that. So you <laughs> have, have had fun. <laughs> At least once. I've had fun for collectively, I want to say, 40 minutes of the six hours that I've had to watch this show. So <laughs> the rest of it... The rest of it well, has, I'm, I, I'm going fun. to be completely honest, the rest of it has been work. Um, the show, going into the show, so far, my rating of it at the beginning was a 2 out of 10. I'm currently sitting at a 4. I'm hoping to get that up by 7 by the end of the, uh, the, end of the season. So far, I think, I think we were all at least having some sort of enjoyment out of it. At least a little. To a degree. So, I, I'm here for more. Keep now, going. Now, well, now, making these episodes with you guys has been an 11 out of 10. Aww. Aww. Well, uh, that about wraps it up. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode and this special Halo series we've been doing. Uh, if you did, please, please, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. Be sure to connect with us on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with you guys next time. But until then, we'll see you in Slipspace.